Hello everyone, it's been a while and I want to welcome you back to After Dark with Jay and the Real. Real people, real lives, real stories. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about healing. And um, you know, typically these thoughts and ideas and impulses come from the very experience of life. And so as I use this platform to be a container for my listeners and for you guys, when you come on and talk, my guests, I'm going to use it as a container for myself as well today and share some thoughts and feelings that I have. If you listen to the music by Trevor Hall, he absolutely um, says it the best in his beautiful lyrics and his poetry in motion. And he says, you can't rush your healing. And it's so simple and so true. You know, we all walk this path and have experiences on this in this journey called life that takes us through these ups and downs and within and without and takes us on these highs and lows. And this journey forces us to expand and stretch beyond our perceived limitations, right? And I say perceived because we are limitless beings and we are human beings and we are um, spiritual beings we are all of it and so sharing a little bit of a pain point personally for me over the last few years i have dealt with the grief and loss of someone in my life who was incredibly important uh, to my heart and who no longer occupies that space, who hasn't for a while. And um, this isn't the grief and loss of a, of a loved one who has passed. This is the grief and loss of a loved one who is actually still here. And so that that's a different kind of pain in, a, in and of itself when you're grieving the loss of someone that's actually here, <laughs> still here. And I'm sure many of you that um, you know, listening to this can you know, relate to that. I'm sure it resonates, right? Because we've all been through relationships, whether they're romantic relationships, platonic relationships. We are in relation to everyone and everything, right? So it's all a relationship. One that fills us, one that nurtures us, one that consumes us, one that might take away from us, one that might not be healthy or may not occupy um, a very healthy space in our lives, right? Relationships, they come and they go, they teach us lessons. They force us to take a deep look in the mirror. In the mirror, there it is. My husband would say Yankas. <laughs> um, but it forces us to take a look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what part did we play? What role did we play? And what are the lessons within this um, situation paradigm within this relationship that you know are for us to learn from what are the patterns you know what are we going to do differently next time right because we can't really focus on what we could have done should have done and all those things right because the present moment is now to be here now not there then ahead or there then behind present moment 
And so I'm sending this message out for anyone who needs healing. I think we all need healing in various ways. Um, and so a little bit of my story again is that I grieved someone, the loss of someone who was very important in my life and my space. Um, and for years, I wanted to address it. I've gone over it and over it and over it and over it. And um, going back to, you know, the roles that we play, what role did I play? What lesson is there to learn from? And I think the one lesson for me in my particular situation, which has come with time and healing, which goes back to you can't rush your healing, right? I wouldn't have been able to address this issue. It needed time. I wouldn't have been able to address it the right way. I wouldn't have been able to see the things that I see now. I wouldn't be able to view it from the lens, from the perspective that I have sitting in this chair because I wasn't where I was three years ago. I, I'm not here now and I'm not here then, right? There then and there then. So I chose to think about how I wanted to address it. Do I write a letter? Do I send um, an email? Do I make a phone call? Do I leave a text? Nope, not in this case. <laughs> do I leave a voice text or those new things that we do on iPhones that sometimes are annoying and sometimes they're great? I don't know how I feel about that yet, but no, this situation required more. So as we go into this time of year, which is the fall and the wheel turns into a time of introspection, that is where I decided and realized where I fit in and where all things will fall that work for my center of gravity. Um, so after much contemplation, I decided that using this platform and asking After Dark to be an, a, uh, an anchor and a container for me, as I do for others, I figured this would be great to get it out. Um, in, a, in a personal and non-personal way, keeping all the details out of it. But one of the things I never understood is I never understood how when you have a beautiful relationship, which all relationships have ebbs and flows and ups and downs, how you can just walk away without a sound, without a trace, without a warning, without anything, without any indicators. And my struggle is, you know, that, that space that once was filled by someone that I loved and adored so much, a space was empty. And for years I have never understood, nor did I see it coming. And there was so much pain associated with that, you know, trying to figure out where it all went wrong. If it went wrong, I don't even know if it went wrong. Maybe it went right and right means People come in and out of your life and they occupy space for short periods of times or long periods of times. And this was the period of time, right? And, and it was over. But the struggle I had, because I like to understand things, you know, Jenny is an analytical creature by nature and she seeks to understand and seeks to conceive of the seemingly inconceivable and all the things, right, that makes Jenny, Jenny, that makes me, me, that makes me the person that I am. And so 
I chose to not take it personally. And I think that's, that's a good lesson for everyone in many situations is we can't take things personally because everyone's journey belongs to themselves and not everything is about you. And um, I think I'd been searching so long to understand, right? To understand, to have these questions of mine answered. And so here's, here's the conclusion that I came to. What do I feel? I feel grief, I feel loss, I feel anger. Um, and I don't want to understand anymore. I'm not seeking those answers, but this is what I want to say is that I really wish in a circumstance like this, I was given the chance to, to see, to hear, to listen, to speak if, you know, I needed to speak to have a chance to say and share my feelings, to have a chance to listen to their feelings, to, to, be given the chance of a, after a decade and a half of a relationship to honor the sacredness of that relationship, which was had to honor the sacredness of it by allowing the space for deep and conscious conversation to then understand and to come to the conclusion that perhaps this was the end of the relationship, whether or not I wanted it to be, whether or not you wanted it to be, to allow each other the chance to feel and express emotion in complete vulnerability, right? Because that's what vulnerability is about, everyone. We all know this. It's, you know, allowing your heart to be open and exposed with the risk of being hurt. That's what love is. And Trevor Hall says that, you know, there are always going to be dark times. There's always going to be darkness. The love always stays. The love is always there. And I think sometimes people get so scared. You know, I have moments myself, you get so scared that the love won't be there. So you, you hide away or you retreat, you pull back or you just, um, you don't show what you're really feeling. You don't express it in fear of rejection, right? In fear of being abandoned in fear of, of not being seen or not being heard. And I think that's the one thing that really gets me. I see this process of trying not to rush my healing, and it's been years, is that I'll never understand that when I exposed my vulnerable um, essence, when I exposed myself with such great and deep vulnerability, I gave the power to over, you know, to someone to hurt me. And I think the most disappointing feeling about this is that for me my biggest wound right my biggest space that can be tapped into and the biggest thing that you can do to hurt me is that whole abandonment thing right for various reasons not the forum for it or just not the episode for it but you walked away never said a word never helped me to understand why, not that that's your job, but never gave us a chance to uh, work things out. So it was clear that you didn't want things to work out. 
I just didn't think after all that time and after how sacred our relationship was and me not even knowing what was going on that you can just disappear. Just get up and disappear as quickly and instantaneously as you did. And it took me some time to figure out that you did because all the while I thought life was just busy and we weren't talking as often. And, you know, over the last few years, all the drama with COVID, I mean, gosh, how many relationships did that affect in one way or another? Countless in so many different ways and so many different forms, tangible and intangible, that you know, we, didn't communicate, we didn't communicate overtly. And it took me time to realize that you had walked out of my life several months before you actually did, which left me feeling absolutely humiliated um, and just kind of really, that was, that was pretty shitty. Just gonna say that. Um, but I loved you. I still love you. And we had some great times. We had some really great times. Um, and then I battled with myself. Do I, do I talk to this person? Do I call this person? Do I ask? Do I, do I say, oh my gosh, I want to understand what's going on and all the things. And, you know, then you ask yourself all these questions, I'm sure, right? in these situations that you've been in, that all of you have been in in your life, whether it's something like this, similar or not, you ask yourself all these different questions. How could I do things? What should I do? What should I have done? But here's the conclusion I came to. You hurt me in a way that was profound. You hurt me in a way that you knew was the way to break my heart. You walked out of my life. There was, a, there was an abandonment that you chose that as the path and when someone is that vulnerable and you know that is their achilles it makes you question whether or not the relationship was ever real to begin with if you can do that thing that you know would hurt someone you love you do that thing that would hurt them the most that would break them the most and that thing was done and i'm sure you're aware of it and i'm, I'm sure you know, that was a choice you made, whether in emotion or not. It was made and we're human, right? We're human beings. So we can easily make mistakes and learn from them and grow. But I think the difference is, is whether or not you choose to face them. It's okay to be wrong. But you didn't face it. You didn't face me. You might have needed the space and it might have been time to end the relationship, but you didn't face me. And that makes me question everything we ever had. How could it not? And so for many years, the last few years I spent thinking, I just want to know, I just want to know and understand. But you know what? A big lesson in the healing journey, because you can't rush your healing, and one of my lessons is that I'm never going to self-abandon. It's very easy to self-abandon in this world, right? We put a lot of things before ourselves, things that are necessary to put before ourselves. But when you really think about it, 
you got to put self first, no matter what. That doesn't mean you don't work hard. That doesn't mean you don't care for your children. That doesn't mean that you don't meet your deadlines. It doesn't mean that you don't love your friends and your family as much as you can and, you know, do the things for them that they need in, in relationship with you and have compassion and empathy and sympathy and all the things, right? It doesn't mean not to do those things, but you have to put yourself first so that you can do your best with all of those things so that you can be your best. So you can feel your best because if you don't feel your best, you don't do things in your highest form. And so I chose not to come to you and ask because I will not self abandon. And by me seeking to understand and by me seeking to come to you, to ask all the questions and have closure. It was me abandoning myself. You left. And I know that I can't make it personal and that you leaving has no reflection, no bearing on my self-worth and my value and who I am as a person. I'm human too and I've made mistakes, but you leaving does not make me feel less than. For a while it did. And then I understood that it had nothing to do with me in that way. And that if I did go seeking the answers, that I would be abandoning myself once again. And so I have chosen to never, ever self-abandon again in any situations and to set very, very strict boundaries with the energy that I allow in and out of my life. With that being said, I wish that this person would have come to me and would have explained themselves and would have just given the chance to face the things that needed to be unveiled, whether it was the end of the relationship or not. I do, I, I would like to understand, but it's not for me to go looking for that. And if this person wants to share that with me, or had they wanted to share that with me, they would have, and who knows, maybe their journey's not over. Maybe they're still healing, just as I am. Maybe it'll take another few months, another few years, another 10 years, or maybe never. Maybe it will never um, be spoken of by us two individuals. And that's okay too. But there's so much so much that I'm sure can be said. And knowing the both of us, we're both very long-winded people. <laughs> and our journey has been filled so full and so filled with wonderful things, wonderful moments. And so that will always remain. It will always remain. The laughs, the smiles, the love, the banter, the incredibly spiritual and inexplainable magical moments that we shared so i'm grateful for those truly um because they reside in my heart they do um so i'm just filling these airwaves for people that are currently healing or in need of healing or seeking healing seeking to understand you know feeling perhaps confused who knows Perhaps sharing part of my story might help. And, uh, you know, Trevor again says it in that beautiful song that confusion clouds the heart, but it also points the way. 
So if you're feeling confused, just know that even though you're feeling cloudy and things might not seem so clear, that that confusion is also pointing the way and whether you see it now or later, you'll eventually see it and you'll be all right. And so the confusion that clouded my heart, it has pointed the way and it is clear. And I do feel that the healing process has taken its course exactly as it should. So to all of you out there and to my friend, I'll call you my friend, you're still my friend. I'll always consider you that. I, uh, I'm in acceptance of what once was. I'm in acceptance of what is now. And I wish you well. And I'm sending energy of love, light, and laughter. It's the best medicine. I'm sending it your way. And uh, maybe one day, maybe one day, we'll, uh, we'll talk. Just know that I'm open. I am open. I'm open to talking, talking it out, whatever that means, talking through it. Can't go over it. <laughs> Reminds me of my children's song. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. Can't go around it. You gotta go through it. So whatever that means for us, I'm in it. And whatever that means for all of you listening in today, you gotta go through it. You can't rush your healing. Don't let anybody tell you to move faster. That you're not moving fast enough. Don't let anyone tell you that you know, doing yoga, journaling, reading, meditating, therapy, activities, working out, whatever the things are. Don't let anyone tell you that all of these things should move along your healing process. Healing process is exactly where it needs to be. And when you feel alone, know that you have a support system around you, even if it's one person that is more than enough. Just make sure you leave that space so that they can reach out your hand, reach out your hand, <laughs> no, reach out their hand and grab a hold of yours in case you feel like you're falling or drowning or treading water, whatever it is, just make sure you leave a little bit of space. You guys can keep an eye on each other. You're not alone. Pull each other out. You can't rush your healing, so don't try. Just take your time. Slow and steady wins the race, right? So, I invite all of you as we sink in deeply to the fall, to the autumn, to the beautiful, brilliant colors that are soon going to fall and the earth and the rich soil are going to become more and more um, brown and barren to allow yourself to cycle with the natural rhythm of the earth and to take in that deep breath and accept the changes and to sink in and to dive right into the depths, deep into the cave of your hearts as the wheel begins to turn and the light 
begins to go a little bit further away and it darkens from the fall into the winter. We're not there yet, but give yourself that time. Allow yourself that time and space because we will, as we always do, find that slumber within ourselves so that we can awaken into the spring, into beautiful, better things, new things, to emerge and blossom and to, again, create and to bring in things to our lives um, that we desire, right? To fulfill and bring in the energies that will then serve another purpose for us. So thank you for tuning in. Do not rush your healing. And uh, I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for joining me on After Dark with Jay and the Real. Real people, real lives, real stories.